0: Hi everyone, I'm Sarah and welcome to Portal to the Paranormal and you're watching Thriller Live podcast. This evening we have a very special guest. He is founder of Ghost Contact Paranormal, a mixed blood descendant from Hispanic, Aztec, English, Mohawk Mohawk ancestry. We, his name is Ben Strongwolf Rodriguez. Um, he has a real passion for the paranormal, filming and investigating, all the way from Holt, Michigan. Let's welcome Ben, shall we?
1: Hey, everyone. How are you doing today? Hi, Ben. Hey, I'm glad to be on here. This is uh, a real old treat for me. So, uh, yeah, I'm. I got a few things I'm going to show everyone, but let's just uh, do the intro and i'm really thrilled to be here
0: well it's been a while since we spoke isn't it because we had you on about a year and a half ago i think i facebook stalked you for a while and and saw what oh, yeah. you had going on because you know you got so much culture going on in your background as well and it's, you're a really really intriguing fella and plus what all the stuff you got going around you're michigan aren't you michigan if i said that right
1: yes yep yep there's definitely a lot of activity here in this state um we actually had a team not too far from where we were that actually was from Ireland. So that was kind of cool to see them. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: So did you want to go through what you had to show us first and then I'll throw a few questions in between?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. So we use a whole variety of different uh, stuff. When I started my team, I was actually a skeptic. Um, but I had a background in film and my spouse – She's co-founder of our team uh, her name is Beth Rodriguez um, she uh, she was one that truly had a, a passion for the paranormal in the beginning um, she got me watching a lot of the ghost shows that were on TV and stuff like that and so I thought it was kind of intriguing I'm like you know what I bet you I could put a, I, I bet you I could put a production like that together this was early on in 2018. Um, but it wasn't really until 2019 that we got started doing that. So um, um, I started investing in some cameras, um, recruiting people for our team, um, and it just it just took off from there. So uh, I started uh, uh, investigating primarily here in Michigan, um, but we started a- actually as of last year started going to other states uh, here in the U.S. So.
0: Are you more of a gadget guy when it comes to equipment?
1: Yes, I'm definitely more of the tech guy, gadget guy, camera guy. Um, I'm always trying to direct my team on, you know, how to get the best angles and things like that. So,
0: and what's your favorite bit of equipment?
1: The camera. The camera for me is the best piece of equipment that any paranormal investigator can have. So, better yeah, than. Yeah. Yeah. None
0: better than capturing a full-on MFG, is there?
1: Ghost, yeah. <laughs> which we did last year.
0: Oh, what? Wow. Gorey tales, spilled beans.
1: Yeah, we caught our our full our. Bah, excuse me, and a tongue twister. We caught our first full-body apparition last year. Um, we were investigating uh, the Randolph County Asylum in Winchester, Indiana. Uh, that place has a lot of activity in it. Um... But one of the things I like to have my team do whenever we go on an investigation is we'll i have a group go outside the building and do panning shots of the inside from the outside. And we caught a full-body apparition staying, standing in one of the rooms that nobody was in. Uh, so I always make sure I know where our team is so there's not no contamination um, and, or try to be like, okay, could that be one of our team members? Uh, no, this was a full-body apparition. Um,
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's exciting when it happens, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. It, it, my first impression was a nun. It looked like a nun to me. It had the, the, the black hood with the white stripe. and So that was the first thing that I thought of, you know, was could this have been like a nun or a nurse or something like that?
0: is the history of a place as well you got to look into what could have been there and i guess there could there could have been a religious impact there or there could have been like well and like the nurses obviously if it's a yeah
1: you know. um it started off as a a poor farm this building was built back in the 1800s um the original building burnt down like in like 1904 or something like that and they built another structure on top of the old foundation um, and it was it then turned into, I believe what it's called an asylum. Um, but the, the owners of the building don't actually consider it an asylum, I guess. It was more of, a, um, just a place that housed people that couldn't, um, take care of themselves, kind of like a poor farm, I guess.
0: Yeah. So in my, uh, in my search... My Google search of uh, Ben Strongwolf Rodriguez, shall I say? I read an article in the uh, Lands, Lansing State Journal on you guys. You got about yeah. a bit, haven't you? Locations, locations, locations. And I just want to touch on that for a little bit. Uh, yeah. The bed, the riverbed uh, natural area where G- Janet Ker- Kirby in 1986, the murder there. Did you, did you pick up anything on that?
1: Yes. Um, th- th- actually, this is one of the, the areas that turned me from a skeptic to a believer. Um, I just got a brand new camera um, from Amazon, and I really wanted to try it. Um, and there was this park that I literally 10 minutes from my home that I would go to and investigate um, here and there. And, uh, you know, I knew the place. I knew the history. The, the, there was a woman that was murdered back in the 80s. Um, at that place and it took 12 years before they found found the murderer and um, It was it made like a national cold case, you know, it made, you know, uh, I don't know if it made world news But definitely made, made national news uh, back in the 80s um, and so they did actually did a, a TV show forensic files on the murder of Jeanette Kirby and um, so I, I've gone to that woods many times growing up as a kid, just, just walking. Nobody ever, ever expected that place to have any activity. Um, but, you know, I just got my camera and I'm walking out there and I'm panning. I decide to ask a few questions. One of the questions I asked is, I would like to know if your spirit is out here. The moment I asked that, a female came through my camera and whispered. It just went like, yeah. just like that. <laughs> I'm in the woods by myself, so I can't. There's no way to 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 debunk it as contamination or anything. Um, and I didn't hear anything with my own ears. It wasn't until I went back and I re- reviewed the footage that I heard that whisper come through. And I about fell out of my chair when I heard it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. I <don't,
1: laughs> imagine if me you me
0: heard me. it, I heard it out there. You would
1: have to change your pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, that definitely turned <laughs> me to a believer um, after that, so.
0: Jeez. And there's also – So, could you tell us if uh, – I read the Bruce Mansion in Brown City. Was that any good? I'm just spinning um, off a few of them. If you want to go through a load of them, I'd, I'd love to hear about them.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Bruce Mansion was – that was one that was kind of a letdown for us. Um, we didn't have much activity happen. Um, so a couple people on our team had some personal experiences happen, um, but I don't know if you Google Bruce Mansion, Brown City um, no. it has a total haunted house look to it. Um, people are always commenting when they drive by it. Oh, it looks like the Adams family house, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, we went in there. Um, we always when we go to investigation, always make sure we get permission. We're not. We're not a team that goes around and just kind of sneaks into a place, you know mm-hmm. that. That that's, gives a lot of paranormal investigators a bad name when people start doing that. So we always make sure we we get go ahead and get permission before we go into any location. And uh, and yeah, you know we've set up all our cameras. Um, we have up to twenty cameras now. So by the way, we have twenty cameras that we can just flood a, bit, a building with. Um. And, uh, yeah, there's there was not a lot that happened that night, unfortunately. we well, they're uh, all
0: kitted out with all the antiques and all the original fixtures and fittings because sometimes the history of place and also all the stuff that's still the original gear that's in there, it brings, it brings some sort of energy to the place.
1: Right. And, uh, you know, what's always going through my head is what could I do differently than, you know, another team that might go in there prior to us, you know uh, or before us, you know, um, places like that, you know, get investigated every weekend, every weekend, there's a different team and sometimes some locations book up almost a year in advance before you can get in there. Mm -hmm. And so you think, well, what can I do differently that than other teams that, you, you know, might, you know, change the, the, what the spirit will do, you know, um, you can imagine being a spirit right and every week a ghost, this ghost hunting team comes in there ask you the same <laughs> routine questions over and over again and that spirits can be like oh here we go again
0: <laughs> uh, we ask them questions like would you like a cup of tea or a cigarette or something <laughs> relating to what they they might like in that era Oh, someone's asked questions. So Mr. Uh, Cartwright Aaron says, hi, uh, do you use your... Or or, I was just getting to that, uh, uh, Mr. Cartwright. Do you use your native background in your investigations? So, yeah, I want to dive into a little bit of it because you have got Mohawk in you, haven't you? And uh, Aztec. Um, I have been doing some... I've been doing my homework on page two uh i was gonna ask some questions so there's ceremonies isn't there festivals dances and there's a lot of gods in in a native american isn't there is there any can you enlighten us a little bit on what you you might have in your background
1: um so um as far as spirituality goals i i do kind of uh correlate that with um my investigating you know i When I go on to investigation, my mind is like 100 percent, you know, caught up on, you know, setting up equipment and things like that. Um, You know, it's a it's it's like a full time. I'm running around like a crazy person. So setting up equipment, not a lot of time I get to really, you know, um, get the chance to take the time to dive into the spirituality part. Um, when investigating unless uh, on occasion, if I get like a free day when I'm working out working and there's a place I want to just go walk around with a camera for a little bit, I'll do some solo investigations during the day and I'll just kind of like, soak, you know, soak up, uh, nature and things like that. We do a lot of investigations in the woods, you know, just as much as we investigate buildings, we'll investigate in a ha- haunted woods near us, you know? So, um, uh, but as far as you know using my, my spiritual spi- spirituality, I guess, um, yeah. that for me is just more of uh, um, something I, I kind of keep separate from the paranormal. Yeah. Um, I, am a, I am a tribal dancer. I dance all over the state. Um, I don't do competition dancing. I'm more traditional. Um, places, you know, where, where I go, you know, I I meet with some friends, you know, um, that, you know, I've known for 20, 30 years, you know, going to the powwows. They're fun. They're just kind of like a, you know, an outdoor uh, thing and, you know, it's open to the public. People set up vendor booths all over the place and there's, it's like a craft show and there's dancing and singing and it's a good time. Do
0: my hawks believe in a paranormal world? I know they believe in a spiritual kind of earth, wind, and fire. And there's like, I I was looking at something like legends, uh, the the myths of the sisters and sky women and things like that. I guess it's folklore, isn't there?
1: Yeah, it's like folklore. Um, You know, it's stories that help get people um, through tough times. You know? There's stories that are meant to guide you in in life. You know, you know, somebody has a story, you know, that would correlate with something that's happening in their their world, you know, and they can use that story to help um, guide them. Uh, Tom
0: Johnson, I was watching on YouTube earlier. He was talking about The Witch's Light. Have you heard of that one? I haven't. Oh, it was um, these guys went out for a good time and the grandmother warned them not to and said they'd be in trouble. And then they got, they were at the Six Nations, I think it was called Six Nations. Um, yeah. and they got followed back by this light, and it was getting closer and closer. And they were all wetting themselves, they're all terrifying. And they got home and they told their grandmother about it. She goes, Well, that's the witch's light, and if there's any trouble about she'll be about watching you. Uh, oh, and apparently, it's like native folklore. So I, I was brushing myself up, Ben. I was like, I was ready to come at you with it, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I, I don't live on a reservation, so no. I. I'm I call myself a city Indian, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so, so.
1: You know, I'm 600 miles away from from the my where my ancestors were from. So, um, and being mixed blood, you know, my ancestors yeah. traveled a lot. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: I get that. I'm half Philippines, half Irish. <laughs> so yeah. it's watered down a bit, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you feel any psychic ability? Are you sensitive at all?
1: The more I'm in the paranormal, and the more I, I do investigations, um, the more I'm my my abilities are are growing. You know, I've had mediums tell me you have gifts. You need to find out what they are. You know, do some meditating. You um, try to get your chakras balanced, and you know, figure out what gifts they they can't. The medium that I worked with wouldn't tell me what my gifts were. She said I had to find them out for myself, which is really good. And, you know, I got to thinking, you know, uh, um, a lot of times I'll have these weird, like, daydreams, but I never really, really knew what they meant or anything. Um, For instance, I was investigating. um, um, There's a place. Um, just to the west of me, called the uh, um, Fitzgerald Park, and it's a place where they have good rocks. And um, there's this trail that goes between, you know, rock cliff on one side and a lake on the other side. Oh, I'm sorry, not a lake, but a river. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm walking this trail, and I start, you know, picking up on. You know, on, on changes in you know, you know, it's hard to say. I, I'm going to say energy, I guess. Changes in energy. Um, sure enough, I come around this bend and I see somebody had put flowers up and like a you know, a grave marker, of somebody that died there, you know. And so I'm, I saw the name engraved into the the. It's soft limestone, so somebody engraved the person's name right in there. And so I'm thinking, you know what, I'll, I'll sit here, I'll set my camera down, I'll conduct a little EVP session, see if I can get anything. Totally didn't get nothing. But <laughs> while I'm sitting there, I start getting this kind of like a vision in my head of this guy that jumps off the rock to try to dive into the water, and he falls straight down on, into the rocks below. Um, I was, uh, I was also, cause I had a camera set up on my, on my uh, phone too. And I was live on Facebook, um, while this was all going on and, uh, somebody replied, well, that's exactly how he died. And did I just, and it just came to me like somebody plugged in, you, you know, you watch the movie, The Matrix, you know, when they plug in stuff in the back of your head and download yeah. It came in to me like just like a download, but it was. I'm just sitting there, and it was more like a daydream. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, maybe I do have some sort of gifts here. Is it? I don't know what they call that clairsentient or something like that, or there's Treatment. something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, what have you got around uh, Michigan that you can investigate? So a few. Uh, there's Graystones Manor. Is that far? What other locations have you got? Just to,
1: um, head great, up. Greystone Manor is actually one of our first out-of-state investigations. That one is actually in Gasport in New York. Um, that place has a lot of activity. And we went there uh, specifically because the homeowner um, reached out to us on Facebook <laughs> um, and, and Kind of gave us, you know, like a discount. She had like an opening because I was asking on Facebook if there was anybody that had an opening for an investigation. She's like, "We do, we do." <laughs> so I'm like, "Well, okay, we could set that up." And so it's kind of like a last minute thing. We all went up to Gasport, New York. It was it was an eight hour trip, but um, the activity there was quite intense. Um, yeah. We caught this. Um, there was actually some gravestones uh, that, on the property, um, but we caught this uh, really heavy bird feeder. It was like one of those really old-style, and it was like metal, solid metal bird feeder, just whipping around, and then it would stop. And it would start whipping around again. Jeez. And we thought, we thought it, could this be the wind? But there was no way it was the wind, because there was another bird feeder on another branch on the same tree that was plastic. And it was holding still the whole time. So how's this big heavy metal one whipping around like crazy and the plastic one just staying staying completely still? <laughs> and so yeah. um, uh, one of the things that I, I like to bring on my investigations is um, we have this uh, pair of binocular cameras. Yeah. This, this thing can see uh, almost up to a mile in complete darkness. And so I bring this, uh, it's like, I think like uh, army grade or, or <laughs> military grade. And so we had this set up on a tripod. And I had a shooting into the field there and I actually caught some UFO activity out there.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Here I am on a ghost investigation. I'm catch, <laughs> catching UFO activity with this thing. <laughs> now that's mm-hmm. stuff that I don't really believe in, but it was really weird, and it's on my YouTube channel, Ghost Contact Paranormal. Um, and it just—it's weird. It looks like the whole tree line, which the tree line I'm going to say about 700 uh, f- feet into the field, um, about a quarter mile away, probably. And there's this big strobing on the whole tree line, and it's in infrared. I'm trying to figure out what the heck can cause such. Such a massive strobe on the, the whole tree line like that. It would take so, something massive to emit that much infrared. Uh, the first thing that came to my w- mind is, gosh, this is like Skinwalker Ranch sort of stuff. <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen that show.
0: I've seen a few, but... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, uh Mr. Cartwright's back on here, and he's asked, what are your thoughts on evil entities? Have you ever come across any evil entities?
1: Yes. um, In fact, um, (laughs) uh, we're going to be investigating at the end of the month um, uh, a place that's supposedly going to have a lot of evil entities. I'm kind of anxious about going there, but... (laughs) Um, So far, I haven't encountered much as far as really, really evil. Um, But there's a place called the uh, Collingwood Art Center in Toledo, Ohio. And some people did some very bad things in the basement. Um, You can see, you know, pentagrams on the floor with blood handprints encased in this thing. And uh, people have shown pictures of, like, this uh creature with a skeleton features and so (laughs) we're a little we're i'm a little hesitant about going there because apparently it's really 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 uh intense (laughs) but it's a big structure i mean if you google uh collingwood art center toledo ohio it's it's a massive structure I think
0: the, the word demonic gets thrown around quite a lot, doesn't it? And usually, it's just a pissed-off spirit, or just a, if they're bad in, as a human, they're usually bad in the dead. You know, they're not really. Yeah, right,
1: right. Yeah, so it's we, a rarity. Yeah, we've encountered pissed-off spirits before. One, of our medium got that we brought on our team got punched in the stomach Jeez. by a by a, by a uh, angry spirit. Was it demonic? I don't we we don't we didn't really perceive it to be that but um <laughs> and going back to uh um the river by natural area where I was talking to you earlier about yeah. uh, um um I don't know our medium he sometimes I don't know because he's he's big he's like 6 7 so he's a he's a tall guy um and uh, I don't know if spirits or get angry with him or whatever, but every time he, he he's got his uh DBR recorder with him, he's get he get spirits cussing at him. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had I had this camera right here uh, set up on a post and we were I was over talking with Garth and it was just sitting there recording and you know we're probably a good uh, 100 feet away from it I mean you can hear us talking in the background and all of a sudden the, this female spirit came through so I don't know if it's the same spirit um, but she she goes fuck you really loud <laughs> oh, that. The, I'm like oh, oh she was not happy with somebody <laughs>
0: uh, you got all the gear haven't you Ben
1: oh yeah yeah. so I, I got it all on the table with me right here you know we use everything from a little police camera that we can mount to our uh, mount yeah. to our body. Um, this one, I hope I keep myself because it's a that's a fifteen hundred dollar camera.
0: <laughs> no one's touching that.
1: <laughs> and, and I've had team members drop cameras before, so that one stays with me.
0: <laughs> You're out the um, team. Drop that camera.
1: <laughs> we use this one in the woods a lot. This is literally. A snappy camera, a little oh. snappy, and it's hooked up. I got it mounted to a, a spotlight. Oh, why
0: not? <laughs> that works, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. So we'll yeah. Use, we use that in the woods. Um, this is my – it's off right now, but it's a thermal imaging camera.
0: Yeah, they're pretty good, aren't they? Yeah. I like them better than the um, ones that uh, do all the stick figures.
1: Yep. We got Boo Buddy. <laughs>
0: Revol- remember.
1: Yeah. And then I really, this is probably my most expensive thing. I had it custom made by uh, uh, Bill Chapel from Ghost Adventures. He custom that made LB? that. It's, a, it's an Ovulus. Yeah. Um, and he's got a, a website where you can go and have uh, custom made paranormal equipment, digital dowsing or something like that. But. <laughs>
0: Have you seen the ones, they you, they have smoke and then they have the laser grid pens that stream through it and the spirit can come through the light show and, and the smoke at the same time. Have you seen those ones?
1: I haven't. That's interesting.
0: I think there's a flickering mirror as well that helps with the light beams, but I don't know. I think it just seems like it's maybe a bit too much.
1: Yeah, yeah. It
0: creates like a, a laser grid in the smoke and... Stuff can just come through the smoke, and you can see spirits like that. It, it looked interesting when 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 my when our investigator Joe put hers on, but I think you could even vape through it, which would take a hell of a lot of vaping, or you just buy one of them smoke canisters.
1: Yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah, do you use All any right. natural stuff like um, scrying with water? Sometimes they can just touch the the water or Ouija boards. Do you do things like that?
1: Um, we usually don't mess with Ouija boards. We've heard a lot of bad stuff can come out of those, so we try to typically stay away from Ouija boards. Um, um, I haven't tried scrying, but I, I've thought about trying that before. Um, we've had a situation. We have investigated a place. This guy reached out to us as a residential case. Um, this is actually just about a month or so ago, and. He had a a trailer. So I mean I literally investigated a, a trailer in a trailer park. This guy was having this guy was getting pinned to his bed. Oh uh, shit. Sure. <laughs> and he said that the spirits were attacking him in a sexual way. So, oh right. So, um anyways, when I was investigating he had a whole bunch of mirrors in his house. So I don't know it's had like a funhouse effect, but these mirrors were like, when they would join each other, they would create this like little black pole that would go through the air. And like, uh, that's, you got a straight up portal going on right here.
0: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's an incubus that does that. And uh, you usually can, you have mental health issues and it leads to death, apparently. Not, not trying to scaremonger. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah, you need to get that out big time.
1: So, I did a huge cleansing of his place by myself. Somehow I was able to get it out. I took his mirrors down, um, and he says that he hasn't had anything else happen ever since.
0: Oh, good. Um, yeah. When I
1: was taking one of the mirrors out, it shattered, and one of the shards I actually encased in a frame uh, and gave to my my friend, he's opening a haunted museum uh, here in Lansing. Actually, tomorrow, oh, So wow. I'm going to be on another podcast tomorrow. Um, and they're one of the things that they're putting in there is that one that, that shard from that trailer. And he, he, I've had a lot of people say that um, that sh- there's some activity inside that shard. They get a very uneasy feeling around it. That's Best
0: Best place to investigate uh, museums. If you did a night investigation there with all them haunted artifacts and stuff like that, that could be really lively. And plus, it could be like a we got a research center called the Paranormal Research Center, and it's, an, it's full of antiques and stuff like that up in up north. And we go there sometimes, so they're really quite active. Spend some time in there.
1: Just oh, we already, we already have. We already have. No. We Good, investigated yeah. that about a month ago prior to it opening. Um, he's got haunted dolls in there. Um, he's got a shop called the Voodoo World of Oddities.
0: <laughs> oh, this um, sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, it's the Voodoo World of Oddities located in Rio Town, part of Lansing, Michigan. He's got haunted dolls. He's got this one doll named Sarah Bina that just constantly pegs our K2 meter. Um <laughs> And so, we, as far as actual paranormal activity, we haven't caught a lot there yet, except for that one dial that keeps pegging our K2 meter when it gets near it. And is it anything that's like in the shop? You know, you always try to debunk, okay, is this an electrical outlet? Is it something else that's we making it, making me think that it's this dial? But well, we would move this dial to different parts you know, throughout the shop and wherever that dial is, doesn't matter. It would set up, set off our K two meter when I got near it. So you got
0: security cameras um, set up in there.
1: Um, I did, I did set some security cameras up on the night we investigated there, but um, I don't know if as if their cameras are active in there. That
0: would um, be a good
1: to do. The owner of the shop says that that dial will frequently move by itself so
0: (laughs) so is it just you and your team or do you like us we are an events company so to help pay for better um locations we run events and i think i did suggest that to you last time but i don't know did you did you go through that down that rabbit hole or is it just you and your team at the moment
1: just me and our team at the moment I did try that. It, there's a lot involved here um, in this in this state. You got to have permits. You have to have an LLC set up. There's a there's so much more. I think that you have to go through a lot more hoops that you have to jump through here um, mm-hmm. to set something like that up. Um, so I would love to be able to do that. I literally. The Collingwood Art Center, we just I just spent five hundred dollars to reserve that location. So and that's for like you know, like eight hours. But they, they use the money for a good cause to keep
0: the building. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean if you've got like um a team of your team and a couple of guests, ten guests, that does help with the cost of stuff as well. And then you build up a nest egg and then you can go for bigger and better locations. And you know, if you're ever interested in maybe Talking about stuff, that like, probably is different your end because you're in America. Like we got insurance and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, my husband could talk to you, or even Dan. He might even talk to you about it if you're interested in setting something like that up. You know, because I mean, they watch these shows, don't they? The public and they all have a go and use the equipment. And it's good to do it in a respectful and safe way, and people that know really? what they're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And of course, it's everyone's dream to you know get sponsored, so you don't have to. Yeah run all the money you know I'm actually uh currently unemployed right now so I'm kind of in a, a pickle at the moment financially but uh hey,
0: if this takes off if this takes off this could be your calling then
1: oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's a dream of mine you know yeah that I can do, yeah. do paranormal full time you know it's a hobby oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah dream Living the dream. Talk of the dreams, what is your dream investigation? If you go anywhere in the world, where would you like to visit and go?
1: Uh, the catacombs. Yeah? Whether it be in Italy. I think Italy and France both have catacombs there. Yeah. That would, that would be cool to visit those. Um, or a castle of some kind. That's definitely on a bucket list, too, is a castle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's the history of a place, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, what? How did you get your name Strong Wolf, may I ask?
1: Um, I was 15 years old. We were at a powwow. Um, one of my mother's good friends at the time actually was doing a ceremony um, to give her a name. And then I just kind of got brought into the mix and was given the tribal name then and just kind of, you know, it's been something that I've, I've stuck with for a long time. Um, out of high school, I was actually training to be a professional wrestler. <laughs> and um, I was going to use that name in the ring, but uh, I decided to get out of that industry because I didn't have health insurance. So that's the <laughs> wrong industry to be in if you don't have health insurance.
0: I know. One wants to get hit in the face, Ben. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh dear. What is the most scariest, scary situation you've been in? Like terrified.
1: I haven't had had that experience yet, where something's oh. personally tried to attack me or anything. Um. I think a lot of that's because what you know. Um, I have such an aura and a vibration that just—I don't know if I repel spirits or what. Um, but I was—I was actually at a cemetery uh, last year, um, just walking around again. I was doing one of my solo investigations, and I might have brought a spirit home with me um, because there was. Three loud knocks on my headboard.
0: Oh, nice.
1: And then I started getting pinned to the bed. But uh, being the person that I am of, like, just strong-willed, <laughs> I turned around, and while it was pinning me to the bed, I started laughing at it. <laughs> and then it released. It released me, and then I don't know if it got pissed off and left, but that was that was the end of it.
0: That's what it is. That's if you're a negative person or you've got some traumatic experience in your life. That's when they get you, when you're really yeah. down, and an attachment. It's all about territory as well, isn't it? You gotta just tell it to go. I remember my old house. had uh, my my son. He must have been about six or five at the time, and I'd got an attachment. We were having like drops of water just landing on us, whether it was summertime or wintertime. And um, something grabbed my foot, then my husband's foot. And my son was saying, "Oh, it keeps saying my name, mummy." And in, yeah, I guess what keeps saying your name in the middle of the night? It was saying it's saying my name. And then my my older son, who must have been about, I think he was about twelve, he kept getting punched in the stomach. I was putting crucifix in his in his bedroom, and I I went around the whole house, and I was like, "Get the hell out of my house! This is my house. You're not welcome in my house." I was going in every single room, just really willing it to like go away, you're not allowed in here. And it is, it's about territory, isn't it? And if they can't get that rise out of you of fear, like you said, you laughed at it, so it's done one, didn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah. I, 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 at, at the same time, there, were, there was a little fear factor there. I literally couldn't move, it held me down. I couldn't move an arm, I couldn't bat, I couldn't bat an eye or nothing, but the one thing I couldn't control was my emotions. Yeah. So. I'm sitting there and I'm feeling like I'm just being frozen in one spot. And I turn around and start, I cracked a smile and started laughing. And then <laughs> I don't know, like that, that, um, when doing that, I either made it scared it or, uh, just kind of basically told it powerless over me, basically.
0: So it's like the flight or fight, is it called flight or fight mode as well? And I find mm-hmm. when I'm really scared on investigations, I, I do just like have a hysteria. I'm a kind of person that laugh at a funeral. This is awful. I get so overwhelmed with emotion that, that I do. I just laugh, and I think that helps stop any so, anything attaching or any negativity because you go you get so overwhelmed with maybe the fear or the the situation that you're in that that's your reaction. And Laughter the best is way. powerful medicine. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Has any of your team ever been scratched or attacked or had a, had an experience with a spirit that was a bit dodgy? Like
1: uh, our medium, um, he's been scratched. He's been punched. Uh, he's yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff has happened to him, um, and I think because he can see the spirits, um, and they know. Who he is, and they know what he's there to do. Generally, when he goes in into a place, um, he if he knows it's bad, and he can tell the difference between a good spirit and a bad spirit.
0: Yeah. if he
1: knows it's bad. He knows that, that 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 spirit knows that it's going.
0: Yeah. So. What's your views on mediums and
1: psychics? Um, when I was young, I didn't believe in them. I thought it was all hocus pocus. Um, I sat I've sat down with some mediums that just blown me away. Literally, would you know, I would tell me, you know, that my father came to me, came to her, and was very apologetic. And how would a spirit know that, you know, that, yeah. you know, because my father passed away, uh, 2012. Um, no, I'm sorry, 2013, excuse me. Um, and, um, I've never had a good relationship with my father because he was never around so I mean it was something that I'd never really it didn't hit me that hard you know when my mother passed away me and her had a really good relationship um it it affected me so much so that you know I got to the point where I was having suicidal thoughts that's Mm -hmm. how bad it got so um you know I got help for myself in that time um and learned some coping mechanisms when I'm Really down. So, very important to get help if you're having thoughts like that. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, nonetheless, apparently my father came through and was very apologetic for not being there. So, how she knew that my father, one, was dead and two, that he was apologizing is just wow. Yeah. This really good.
0: Yeah. I have mixed thoughts on mediums and psychics. There's wannabe psychics, isn't there? And they have no truth or any substance to what they're saying or thinking, and they're pretty obvious like that. But then yeah. there are mediums that will tell you something like your experience, and like, wow, that is spot on. You really have truth and have some sort of substance of what you're saying. So it's yeah. easy to to sniff out the billy bullshitters to the the ones that are actually real. Definitely, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, um, It's one of those things, it's like, there's, and then there's a little, you know, some that are in between that, you know, may have an off day with a reading. Um, they, they might have psychic abilities, but they're just not getting the right message. Yeah. Um, those are the ones, you know, like if, if I, you know, because I have abilities, but I haven't fully honed in on them and yeah. fully developed to them so i wouldn't go out in the world and tell people that i have gifts no unless you know i was 100% confident in being able to give a reading um and so there there's there's a fine line between being really good um yeah. there's i think 5 minutes for me there's a there's a place that sells like all these crystals and rocks and stuff like that and there's a medium that works there. And apparently she's really, really, really good, so much so that she's booked up a year and a half in advance wow. for you can see her. Um, and so she's, like, really busy. But um, um, you, know, you know that she's got to be spot on every time if she's that good. Um, whereas, you know, I mean, a lot of it probably depends on how much you practice it, too.
0: Yeah. So you say they can develop, everyone has a certain amount of psychic ability and everyone just sort of chooses not to even tap into it because you're either scared of it or it's just something that you're not really want to go down that road. I mean, say past life progression, for instance, um, it could have been, I was in New York and I found my way about just naturally. I felt that I'd been there before, but is that something that could be developed? I don't know. Or when like you're an investigator, just like me, you see a ghost, does that mean that we're we're open to that? Are we psychic or do we see things? I think it just it pops in and out. And some people are more stronger than others in that ability, do you think?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now like, personally I've I've never seen a spirit with my own eyes. I've never I've never heard a spirit with my own ears, other than through the equipment, you know. Yeah. Um, I believe a lot of that has to do with um, um, we as humans, we can only see a certain spectrum of light. So our cameras, when they can record stuff, they see a lot more than we can with our own eyes. And so that's why it's important that I review all the footage that we get, you know, which sometimes can take a long time. If I have 18 cameras and they run for – Six hours straight. <laughs> I got a lot of footage. I got to go through. You
0: have, yeah.
1: <laughs> so.
0: The quest isn't it? the quest for life after death. You refuse to believe that that's it, Ben. Don't you refuse to believe that that when we're dead, we're dead. There's got to be something else,
1: right? And yeah. th- there's just there's there's such an unknown, though. I mean, you know, could it actually be our spirit that's uh, on the other side trying to communicate? There's our energy able to communicate in such a way that, you know, our spirit might have crossed on, but there's something still there. Yeah. It's just, there's such an unknown. Uh, Until, you know, mankind develops the spirit to, the technology to literally cross over to the other side. I mean, other than, I guess that's what, people have been trying to do for a long time in the paranormal field. Um, But you have to wonder, is it those spirits crossing back over into our realm or is it our technology that's crossing over into their realm? Yeah. So it's like there's just so so much unknown there.
0: There's different ideas, isn't there? There's the stone tape fairy, like if you went to work every day and you died on the way there, but you're in your mind and in your – your spirit, you're, you're still going to work. And then one of your work colleagues turned around and you're stood there doing your job. And then they look around again and you're not there. So the walls of of like playing a story of their life and they don't know that they're dead. And then there's the intelligent spirits, isn't there, that do know that they're dead. And they, they want to get in touch with you and use you and, and react to your equipment and stuff like that. And then there's also elementals, isn't there? And spirits of the earth and things like that. Have you ever come across anything like that?
1: Oh, a lot, you know, especially doing woodland investigations, you know. Um, you know, there was one investigation we were, you know, I was walking with my, it was just literally me and my medium, we were out. Because um, he was trying to help, help me see what I could feel. or He was, he was trying to figure out my abilities. Um and I kept seeing this this little thing out in the out in the woods, it would like appear and reappear and disappear. It, it looked like one of those little Christmas gnomes. Yeah, <laughs> they
0: call them a nymphs. They're imps, aren't they? We have them in Ireland they have nymphs and imps and
1: so yeah, yeah. it was whatever this thing was, it looked like a Christmas gnome no. that would appear in and out. And a different location, just a little, little small thing and, and our my medium goes, Oh, that's an element. That that's an elemental. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you have skinwalkers out there?
1: Um, here in Michigan, we have something called the Dog Man.
0: Ooh, is he like a werewolf?
1: Uh, something like that. Yeah. Um, we don't have any skinwalkers. I think they're more like. Most of them are, like, in the western part of the country, which I, I don't know if that's a same, similar thing. But uh, I also, in my field, I run into a lot of cryptid researchers. So that and they go hunting for, you know, the Michigan Dogman or Bigfoot. <laughs> um, so I've never encountered one. I did a solo investigation in a haunted woods. And I saw this wolf print, literally bigger than the palm of my hand. And so, and there was a few more that led up into this one one trail. I didn't go down it. I went down the next trail into this little clearing, and uh, I set up this little camp. I had, I had cameras pointed every which direction and whatnot. Sun had just gone down. I'm in the middle of the woods by myself, so it's a little uneasy feeling as it is we don't really have any thing here as far as wildlife that i gotta worry about um maybe a coyote at the most um but generally the coyotes here aren't much bigger than um a house cat so they're more scared of humans than we are uh, you know of them but you know i'm sitting there and all of a sudden i'm starting to hear wolves i'm like um, we don't have wolves in this part <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not armed or nothing other than a little pocket blade that I had on me, a pocket knife. Um, <laughs> I'm like, well, this can't be good and it but it was very weird because it started sounding like it was coming from this side of the woods and then it was sounding like it was coming from the other side of the woods and then it was just kind of like like all over the place like it was everywhere. This, these wolf sounds. I'm like, oh, what the heck is this? This has got to be that wolf man thing. I, but um, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you didn't, I didn't sleep much that thing. night?
1: I'm like, you, I just scream as loud well as I can. You don't want a strong wolf. <laughs>
0: You do send your wife a pinpoint, don't you? Because you don't want it to turn into some sort of deliverance episode, or like, yeah, fall down a canyon and you have to gnaw off your own arm, or you got to tell people where you're going if you're going lone lone wolf. No pun intended. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean, generally, um I'll be live when I when I go out. You know, I'll be live on my Facebook page, um, so people can comment and they can see what's going on. Um, so. Somebody will at least know where I'm at. Jeez. (laughs) But, uh, so nonetheless, I packed all my equipment back up in my little, uh, I have this little, um, thing that I I cart all my equipment around with when I'm going in buildings. Just a cart, basically. So I, 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 I I hightailed it out of there, so... (laughs)
0: Oh, what's the legend of the wolf man? Is it kind of like a, if he bites you, you're you're a wolf too, or is it just he's going to eat you?
1: Uh I don't know the legend. People, the legend are people they see the wolf man, um, and the legend I think goes is if you get close enough to see its eyes, then you're going to be you'll be eaten. So, oh. for, for <laughs> best oh. or something. So. Oh. Um, I'd have to go into. There was a series um, on the Discovery Channel called "These Woods Are Haunted." Yeah, or something I've been watching like the
0: first episode of that.
1: Um, and there's a couple that talk about the Dog Man. I'm not sure which episode it is. Um, and so a lot of what they they claimed in their that series. I was experiencing when I was out in the woods. That's the other reason why I was out of there. So, because I was in the woods by myself. Yeah. But.
0: I'm going to watch that after this, I think. (laughs) Now you've you've said about it. I I started watching the first episode of it. Mm -hmm. I think she was in an asylum or something like that. And uh, the dog started acting weird. I'm not sure. I'll have to have another look. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I was gonna say, do you wanna? You've got a YouTube channel, haven't you? What else have you got going on?
1: Uh, I have a yeah. Our YouTube channel is Ghost Contact Paranormal. Um, it can be tricky to look us up on YouTube because when you type our name in, um, a lot of different channels pop up. But there's supposed to be a way you can actually go into YouTube and search, um, instead of like video searched by channel, um, and that would definitely bring our channel up. Um, you see a lot of different uh, things that we've investigated. Um, I'm actually getting into film production side of it. So a couple of years ago, I hadn't quite got that far yet. So there was, anytime we would get some evidence, it would just be like a, a single raw piece of video that I would upload on YouTube. Now I can more make, you know, a little bit of a film production behind of it. Yeah. Um, i got our own theme song. I like the theme song of your your startup, by the way. Yeah. That was, that was really I'm
0: cool. going to get my husband to have a word with you after the show and see if we can, like, show you, help you out with a, a few bits like that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Matt Barron actually made that for us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually got a really cool theme song. I wish I could play it for you right now, but it's, wow. it's actually really cool.
0: Is it original?
1: Uh yeah, I, I, I made it through. Um, it was actually an app on my phone where you can mix little different sounds together. So it's actually really. It came out really good.
0: Oh, okay. yeah, I look forward. You gonna you gonna
1: play it or? Um, I can't where? play it because it's on my YouTube channel. Uh huh. So I would have to find a way to to link StreamYard with YouTube so.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we'll have a look after. I'll speak to you after the show.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, what about a website? Have you got a website?
1: Um, I did. I think it's down now. Um, but there's here in the US, there's like a national. Uh, it's kind of like a, uh, like a database of paranormal groups, and it goes by state by state. So, uh, I I didn't believe it when I when I signed up. And I looked at our own – there's, like, over 50 teams in our state alone. <laughs> so it's it, all about
0: getting your evidence out there, Ben. It really is. You yeah. get strong evidence. you got all the cameras. you got it all going for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, it, the weirdest part is is the paranormal, it seems to happen more when you least expect it. It does. When you go into an investigation, you're expecting evidence to happen. That's when everything goes completely quiet. It's like when you least expect it, that's when you, you're going to capture something. You know?
0: What's it's the weird. best? What's the best piece of evidence that you've caught? I know you caught that nurse, and they, but is there anything else that springs to mind?
1: Um, well, you know, I, I one of our first investigations, I think I might have caught um, the Hat Man. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. No. Ken got like the uh, – you can research that too. kinda got like the um, hat that looks like the um, – and like a trench coat of like the Undertaker, the WWE wrestler. <laughs> so that's what his shadow looks like. He looks like the Undertaker with glowing eyes. Um, and so I caught this – it looks like either a cowboy or a hat man guy out in the woods um, and what's very strange is i was on two different investigations um within weeks of each other at two different places of woods and i caught the same hat man so i'm like this guy's either following me around or just he just likes to wander a lot you <laughs> caught
0: his you caught his attention
1: yeah yeah um, Do you have
0: any clue of what he, what he is or who he is?
1: Um, I think the story of the Hat Man is a lot like Bigfoot. You know, where he's just a uh, interdimensional being that can travel from place to place to place. Um, it's um, I started off a skeptic of Bigfoot too. I've never seen a Bigfoot, and I'm one of those people that like unless I can have some visual proof. Or it yeah. happened to me um, with a with a spirit. Obviously, a spirit is a spirit. If you capture it, you know that's that. But with Bigfoot, um, there's a lot of people that can can dress up or whatever. And yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of hoax stuff going around. You know. Yeah. So. Um, that's my that's my take on cryptid stuff though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Uh, I was going to say to you, I'm, I'm a proud member of uh, Global Ghost Hunt. Have you heard of it?
1: No, no. I think you might have mentioned something to it before we've gone on air, but uh, I I've just been so busy trying to find work, I, I haven't had much chance to do anything. So
0: it would be an ideal opportunity. So you get two hours worth. I think the next one is in October from the 19th to the 29th. So you can pick a slot then. You find a location. If it's free, then it's fine for you. Or you just find a location that you can film in. And two hours worth of your live investigation showing showcasing your team and what you guys can do, and it gets aired on all these different platforms all over the world, and that's in oh. October. So I just thought I'd give you the heads up for that because you would be a perfect candidate for that, definitely. And also, if you've got a bit of time on your hands and you want to stream like we're doing now, we we're streaming to YouTube, Parapost, and uh, we've got Parapost Two International that's run by Brian Laverty, um, and you can just we'll just make you um, um, an editor and you can go in and just stream your live podcast or your live like stream of investigation on there. And then you get all the views and everything and that would help you out as well. So yeah. we'll talk about that afterwards. I'm just putting that out there, just giving you the okay. heads up, but yeah, it's all good. And it's all about creating a paranormal community as well. We all stick together. Really? we all share our, share our evidence and stuff like that, help each other out with tips and like things oh, like great. that. So, yeah, get you in there, Ben.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Well, yeah. So, uh, I think thank you very much for having me. Is there anything you want to add? Where you where you off next? When's your next investigation?
1: Um, at the end of the month, uh, again, Collingwood Art Center in Toledo, Ohio. That one's going to be our next big investigation. A lot of dark activity that's going to be in that building. So. We're gonna to have to be on have extreme caution when we go on that one. Oh, um, definitely, look, definitely look that one up, Collingwood Art Center. Will Played do. We've
0: got that written down actually.
1: Um, and yeah. uh, we got a big paranormal convention um, that we're going to. We're actually have our, our booth set up with our our sign and everything um, in August in Sault Saint Marie, Michigan. It's gonna have all the top paranormal groups and teams there, you know. Uh the people from taps will be there. Um, oh. I'll get to meet uh Bill Chapel from you know Ghost and Ghost Adventures will be there. Um, Jack Osborne will be there.
0: Oh, wow! Oh I'm dying to get older Jack. I keep yeah. sending him stalky messages on his page and he's having none of it.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah, he'll be he'll be there so i'm really excited to uh see him and get a picture with him so uh and so we're out there what's that
0: you've got loads of paracons out in america we've hardly got anything i think we've got sage and we've got festival of the unexplained which is this year which i'm really looking forward to and going to that one
1: but yeah uh, yeah Um,
0: it's um, so so exciting. You got such exciting stuff out there. We really have. Um, well, who's your favorite, like TV on the TV?
1: Uh, t- favorite TV personality. Um, I'm probably gonna have to say. Uh, um, Aaron Godwin from Ghost Adventures. Um, I really like him because me and him got a lot. Of- I feel like me and him got a lot in common. I make some of the most goofiest faces you'll ever see on our investigations. So, um, second would be Steve Gonzalez from Ghost Air from Taps. Um, I like those guys. And yeah. um, last year, I almost got booked on an episode of Kindred Spirits.
0: Oh, wow!
1: So Director reached not- out to me and asked me about. You know my Native American background. um, Yeah, and and wanted to know if I uh, um, had like uh, like any background in shamanism, which I don't. So, but they were looking for a Native American shaman. Oh. I almost they almost booked me on episode of Kindred Spirits.
0: You know, I was apprehensive when you were asking that question because I am thinking, if he says Jack Bagans, if he says Zach Begins, that's it. Our friendship is over. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not on my like list at the
1: moment. Yeah, I, apparently, I guess that's a lot with a lot of people. Um yeah. I'm open minded. I don't, I don't hate any any of the investigators, no matter where they come from or who they are. Um. Uh, I know a lot of people. Hate him? I don't really hate him. I, I, I really don't use the same style of investigating that he does. Um, um, I do know that there is some controversy.
0: There is controversy, definitely. Exactly. It's such a strong word. I just, I don't think you should bogart the paranormal. It should be for yeah. everybody, and everyone oh, should express yeah. what they want to express. And yeah. uh, just going about it the wrong way, I think. That's right. my
1: personal opinion. Yeah. But I I, I like to stay open, you know, because you know, let's say two years from now they want to bring me on their show, you know, if they see that they look at my history and see that I've been bashing <laughs> on them, so then they're not gonna they're not gonna want me on their show. Um, not that <laughs> I mean,
0: oh, I back into a corner. That don't worry about <laughs> it. Let's change the subject. It's oh, yeah, all about Nick Groff. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I, I like, I like everybody. So, it, it, you know, um, I, I try not to judge people. Um, I'm probably the least judgmental person that you'll ever meet. Um, so um, the one thing I, I guess I like about Zach Bagans is his, he's really good at speaking. Um, but there there's a lot of things that, you know, I wouldn't do that he does.
0: I like Katrina Weidman, because she's got balls of steel. She is an investigator, and she just, like, gets in there and does it and gets the job done, and that's what I like about the girl. I really yeah. do like her. And
1: that's, she kind like, that's kind of like Chip Coffee. He has no filter, so he I like does. Chip
0: Coffee. Oh, Chip, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a funny dude, isn't he? Yeah.
1: <laughs> He'll be at the Paracon, too, so I'll be glad to meet him, so...
0: Oh wow! Oh, it's exciting. Well, wow, you enjoy it, and one day you might be up there, Ben.
1: Yeah, dream. If there, if there's a guy in, um, I like the guy in England. Well, what's his name? Um, oh, Barry Guy. Barry Fitzgerald, or whatever his name oh, is.
0: Barry, yeah, he's actually, he's actually, um, a representative of Global Ghost Hunt.
1: Yeah. Oh, is he? okay
0: yeah he is he is so if you do that you know you might be able to do a podcast He might come on your show just hinting out there you never know you sweet talk it
1: yeah
0: cool. show yeah so yeah, yeah. October there's,
1: there's two famous people that I actually stay in contact with a lot and actually will talk back and you know frequently with um and that's uh oh what's his I'm, ha- I'm drawing a blank at the moment.
0: Um. Oh, I take time.
1: <laughs>
0: What's he look like?
1: Um, the young kid from Ghost Adventure or, or Ghost Hunters. Um. Ghost Hunters. Um.
0: No,
1: it's Ghost Finders, isn't it? I can oh, well, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. But I, there I,
0: anyone watching? Does anyone know who we're talking about? Anyone watching, can you put it up there? (laughs) I can't remember his name. Um, No. I tell you what, I'll put it in the comments afterwards. (laughs) Because that's going to bug me now. You can um, see his face, can't you?
1: Yep. I've also just recently got into, um, it's a little off paranormal, but I got into rock hounding because of... They are like, going out and finding, like, crystals and stones and things like that because of the properties they have in them. And people use them a lot for, you know, protection, especially on an investigation. So, you know, I kind of started getting into rock hunting and, you know, trying to find cool rocks and crystals and things like that. Yeah, The state doesn't have a lot. Um, I like to go to Australia. Australia one of these days and go searching for opals those things are nice
0: that'd be awesome wouldn't it
1: yeah
0: yeah oh someone found a load of uh, a chunk of gold off of western shore down here once he's allowed to keep it as well and every time we go down the beach I'm like boys look out for some gold
1: yeah (laughs) never
0: know know what you can find fossils and all sorts Yeah, yeah definitely Right then so thank you for your time i think we're gonna leave it at that um yeah so if you want to find ben Strongwolf rodriguez uh check out his youtube channel and also if you want to go on an event check out portal to the paranormal.co.uk uh yeah and look at see what we've got i think the next one is fort Widley, i'm almost sure on the 27th if anybody's interested in going on that one And yes, thank you so much. And also a shout out to Global Ghost Hunt. We're actually in the midst of it now. Um, And we've got uh, an October event as well. So anybody, any teams watching that want to sign up for the the October event, which starts on the 19th to the 29th of October, you know, check out Global Ghost Hunt. Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you. It's been an honor. I enjoyed every minute of it. Thank you. So if you'd like to just stay behind, we'll have a little wag after. And thank you, everybody, for watching.
1: Have a good day, everyone. Thank you. Bye.